Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and we're about to take two shots. I'm Ben, and I'm also going to take a shot or two. All right, I'm a little scared, but uh, here goes nothing. Cheers. one down <laughs> Costco vodka is not great but that ship is like high end no it was 12 bucks for a fucking liter <laughs> wait it was 12 dollars yeah but it's, it's better than heritage why do you disrespect your body You know, I don't. I don't know. Because I have oh a story God. now. I need to. I need to retell the story. I don't know if you ever talked about it on the show. Oh God, I don't know if I can even do this second one right now. I feel like it will not end well. I spoke too soon before I even thought about it. I'll tell you what. I have to make my second one into like a lemon drop. Well, I've, I, I did two in one, so <laughs> you got to catch up. God damn it. It's just, it's so bad. Let me at least get some lemon juice. Then. Give me one second. Just me. I uh, took two shots. So one time back in 2010... I gave Zach, like, $20 to buy a bottle of Smirnoff, which is acceptable to drink when you're 20. And he walks out with, like, a handle of awful, awful vodka. And was like, this is twice as much of vodka. Oh, you're back. All right. I am. Wait, go, go ahead. I was just saying, like... And then we tried to drink this rubbing alcohol, and I had the worst hangover of my life. And then we went to opening day the next day. The time, the Heritage Vodka stuff. Oh, that was so bad. This is not as bad as that. I'll say that for sure. But also, here's the deal, right? I just don't think that vodka is good for shooting. I mean, if you have, I mean, if it's decent vodka, it doesn't really taste like anything. All right, here we go. Oh, okay. That's I mean, too yeah. Oh, fuck. All right, I'm too old for this shit. Oh. Oh. My, my theory is the price of a liter should not be less than your age for, for alcohol. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you once you turn thirty, like, you should not be spending less than thirty dollars on a liter of alcohol, unless you're obviously throwing a party or something. But well, there's there's no party with that shit. It's always a party on the show. I was honestly, we bought this one so we could make 
fucking THC vodka with stems. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which, uh, pro tip for all of you stoners out there. If you drink and you smoke, save your stems. You can cover them in vodka. And uh, the vodka, as a solvent, will take the THC out. And the alcohol that remains will have THC in it. There you go. Boom. Pro tip from your boy. Is that siren getting picked up? Yeah, I hear it. Okay. I'm recording. So I'm recording outside this week because I invested in a bunch of patio shit. So now I have an actual patio and I've fallen. I've fallen asleep out here a couple times already. It's pretty nice. It's like the ultimate homeless uh, fantasy camp. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like a compound or a cult because now because I have the like I have the weight rack and shit and then I got the climbing wall and the pump track is under construction. I like don't need to leave. It's great. Well shit. Now you just need a jerk out jerk off booth outside. Yeah. That'll be the hot tub. There you go. <laughs> yeah, can you build a fence around the hot tub? Why? Can you do it? I did think about that. I, I do kind of want to build a little privacy wall. Um, so that way I can come out here naked. In Britain, they call it a hedge. I'm sorry, that was dumb. Uh, welcome back to your favorite coaster sucks. We're seven minutes in and uh, all you've heard is 30 year old men complaining about alcohol. Yeah. That's okay. Really it's breaking metaf- new ground here. It's a metaphor for the theme park industry at the moment. Where do we even start with that? I guess here's a big thing. Big thing. Uh, Cedar Fair announced new passes. Season passes. And they've up. I think they upped the, they upped the price, right? They sure as fuck did. Nice. Uh, Good. They basically, they did like their new passes are pretty similar to like what six flags is offering starting this season you know well good i mean i think i've said this for a while i think season passes were too cheap for too long like that they were priced perfectly for maybe 10 years ago but um yeah it's 2022 like yo but they they up that shit that's only the new ones that cost more because they still have the gold pass and the platinum pass Oh, so those are the same still? Yeah, but I think they might have adjusted what like benefits and perks they have. Oh, okay. Here's how good of podcasters we are. No research, no facts. Purely speculation here. We know we know the thing happened, but we have no research and no facts on it. So, um, unfortunately, we're going to have to refer you to Cedar Point's website. (laughs) (laughs) I can open this up quick. I can at least do that. Cedarpoint.com. I hope it's .com. It's porn. (laughs) Cedar Pont. So, yeah, tickets and passes. Let's see. Season passes. It's like... 
I don't know anything about Disney, but I've, I heard that Disney is upping their prices. Everyone's kind of up in their prices, which is fun. Okay, so a gold pass is one fifty five. The platinum pass is two fifty. That's fine. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Two fifty gets you into all the Cedar Fair parks. That's the new ones are the and these are the worst names I've ever heard for a season pass. <clears throat> the Prestige Pass and the Prestige Plus Pass. <laughs> Prestige Plus. Which sounds like the model names of like fancy bidets that get sold through Instagram. <laughs> yeah, like the uh the Ass Blast 2000 Prestige I gotta say, bidets are pretty pretty legit. Yo, bidets are fucking amazing. Yeah. That's what enthusiasts need more of. Bidets. And if you're at a Six Flags park, you have standing water on the floor that you can use as a bidet. You just need to bring a little water bottle. <laughs> How, uh... Get monkeypox in the process. I was going to say, how long is it going to be before somebody catches monkeypox from a goddamn restraint? Um, I don't think it's really out, that out of the question. I, I mean, I know it, it requires skin-on-skin skin contact, but also um, I've noticed like on... It's spread through, like, clothing. Like, if it's touching, a, like, a lesion or something, you know? Yeah, I think it's if you, but I thought it was if you share clothing. Like if you sweat in a t-shirt and then you give it to somebody and they put the t-shirt on. I think, but I mean, I'm wondering about what about um, when you are a single rider and you sit next to a stranger on, say, a rough wooden coaster or a like a B&M dive coaster or something. And you're kind of like rubbing arms against each other. Hold on. Take it back a step. Fuck the riders. I just want to say R.I.P. to all the people that have to wear character costumes. That's where the monkeypox is going to be spreading. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, they're going to have so, to like, like burn those things. Yeah, right? Fucking Scooby-Doo and Snoopy are never going to be the goddamn same. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the furries out there. But yo, they don't share costumes, do they? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it's kind of like, yeah, I've been wearing this for eight hours, bro. You want to get in? Yeah, but I thought if you're like, I thought that was like your Patronus or whatever. Yeah, it it is. So it seems like it would be like a weird mystical violation to get into somebody else's fox suit or whatever. Right, yeah. What I want to know is, do any furries ever get jobs as, like, mascots for professional sports teams? Um, I mean, I knew furries that were mascots at Cedar Point. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I just, I just wonder if any of them commit to the premise to the point where, you know, they can... Cause like what <clears throat> that in my mind, that's the ultimate mascot job. There's no more full-time mascotting than that. Oh yeah. It's like a, for a team. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> like, you know, NBA or whatever. <clears throat> so, 
so I just got to imagine there's there would be some like real thrill. <clears throat> yeah, like throbbing while thousands of people are looking at you, cheering. You're like watching on TV and you're like, holy shit, it's fucking Tony in that fucking uh, tiger costume there. <laughs> How do you know? He's got a boner. So, um, let's see. I want to congratulate our buddies at Ride This One. They had their 100th episode. And we still beat them to it. We did. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, partially suck it. I also remember a, a direct quote where they said that we wouldn't get past, like, 14 episodes. Challenge accepted. Right. <clears throat> <clears throat> we don't we don't quit even when we we're told we should <clears throat> but no uh we were we were both on their 100th episode which was a blast so you know if you haven't checked out ride this one but you like this show maybe go give that one a listen because um ben and i are there you know yeah lots of it's more a little more gay I'm just looking forward to, like, if any of the... Well, let's be honest. The only one who would potentially listen to this is Slater. And if he does, hearing from him about what we're saying here. I'm looking forward to that. But uh, that brings... um, Go ahead. I was just going to say, my arm is still fucked up from that chair. I I was so pissed. Yeah, that looked bad. Yeah, it fucking... It cracked and then I like fell through it and scraped my arm up. Got some deep cuts. Like I don't know what it is about you and podcasting, but it seems that like you're kind of accident prone when you're recording. <laughs> it's because um, I'm I I have like a habit of trying to do like normal stuff while recording, but when you're recording, you're focusing on the on the recording. So That's it's high, just high level professionalism right there from uh, your favorite coaster sucks. Like, yeah, I'm going to take was, out a pe- I was a little busy trying to heat up a chicken birani and. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take this pizza out of the oven at 475 without a hot pad. And I lost this cardboard disc. Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad you're willing to do these things in the name of producing good content for us. The best was the microphone in the sink. That is still like probably one of a a top 10 moment for your favorite coaster sucks. Because it was like we're talking about something and then just Uh, you can go back several episodes if you're new to the show. I you don't, know what's I a wanna... crazy thought? What's that? Good, uh, sorry. I, it's just that every time we do one of these, the, it's there's a possibility that it's somebody's first time listening. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, what, what must a first time listener be thinking if they've made it 17 minutes in? to a roller coaster podcast and this is what they're getting i mean depends what they're yeah and to them i say hey first time listener 
hang around until the end. And if you still don't like it, send all your negative feedback to ride this one podcast at gmail.com. I would like to know the stories of the people who we couldn't grab. The ones who started to listen and then five minutes in, they're just like, uh, no. I would like to know that too. Uh, yeah, like I want to know what you know what episode it was, when it happened, uh, the type of person it was. Although to be fair, as someone who has done a lot of uh, shitty stand-up comedy, I feel like I've seen that person several times in my life. <laughs> like I definitely have been doing like because here's the deal, right? You and I do this show and we don't put anything on. There's no act here. And and we've said it several times. What the, the 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 chemistry that you and I have in terms of podcasting is built off of just being friends for years and years. So this is not putting anything on. So if people reject us, you know, seven minutes in or whatever, it's fundamentally that they are rejecting us and our personalities. <laughs> I mean that's normal though. Whatever. Oh yeah, no, it's a fu- it's just a funny thought to me because it's like, and I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to be like, look, everyone should like me because I know I know who I am. I'm not. I'm more sexy than likable. We'll put it that way. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But it's just interesting because I'm so used to that. Like I said, doing shitty stand-up comedy because all of that just comes from your personality as well. So it's like, oh, you just just don't like me. (laughs) So I hope if we have any first-time listeners that, uh, you know, you haven't rejected us yet, even if you don't like us. And hang around for um, the next hour or so and see if we can't get your biscuit buttered. Especially if, if you're like a, like an ace executive or something. <laughs> Yo, I heard uh I heard I heard about their election results. Was there uh was there a stop the steal? We should do that. Whenever they well, I was gonna say we missed it, but like that'd be funny to like start a uh like start a bunch of drama, like a stop the steal thing for the ace election. I think I did kind of do that because remember, we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll do a quick uh, Wayne's World flashback. You ready? All right, here we are. Uh, Your favorite coaster sucks is a relatively new podcast and is uh, still plugging Ace regularly on the show. And I decide to run for vice president, and I'm subsequently completely railroaded out of the election by a non-rule. And then they changed it or something? Well, yeah. What happened was they they quoted a rule that wasn't actually in the rule book, and then instead of letting me run, they voted, they put formalizing that rule on the ballot. (laughs) I don't know if they meant to say, if by that they meant to say, fuck you, Zach, but I certainly interpreted it that way. 
and the rule was like you had to have non or you had to have consecutive membership three years for- of membership prior to being able to run which I, you know i was a member since 2005 with like a couple year lapse at some point you know and they were like oh it has to be three years consecutive prior to the election but that wasn't a formalized rule that's the part they voted to formalize so Again, I don't know if they specifically meant to say fuck you, Zach, by doing that, but <clears throat> sure as hell felt that way to me. Well, in the end, the person who who won the election is is the same person who, you know, was very eager to have me on their team, but then suddenly was like, oh, we filled that position. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> So I'm sure its status quo is normal at Ace. I don't think you would have wanted to be part of that anyway. Oh, knowing everything I know about it now, absolutely not. It would have been kind of nice to be able to try and help steer things into a more positive direction. But um, I don't really think they're super open to that. So just my two cents. Well, it's easier to make fun of them. It's or that's, better to make. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Better to be able to do shit like this. And uh, other shit like this. We're having a fucking meetup. We got to plug that shit. Um, so we're getting a cabin. And if this is the first you're hearing about it, I'm sorry. You missed out on getting in on that cabin action. Cabin reservations have been cut the fuck off. Ka-chunk! That's the noise of uh, the reservations getting cut off. We are booking this shit up. We got a cabin ready to go. And uh, those of you who have already sent in money, we'll, we'll be in touch via email with some more details soon. But if you are interested in joining us and want to go stay at a at a different hotel or something we're gonna be at dollywood you're welcome to come join and hang out at the cabin for all the cabin events um but the uh room for signing up is closed but you're you're welcome to come hang out we're gonna record a live podcast with our buddies at ride this one we uh who are going to be uh fucking you know those dudes are like real like fucking into making like smoking meat and shit yes so i guess they're they're planning on making a bunch of smoked meats and feeding everybody so they are really into that and that is super cool um we're gonna have some drinks and other kinds of goodies available. So yeah, this is all happening in November. It's the weekend of the 11th through the 14th. You know, want to mark that shit on down. Come on down to Dollywood. Come on down to Pigeon Forge slash Seaverville slash fucking uh, the third one. 
Neverland. It's the, like those three tourist towns there: Pigeon Forge, Seaverville, and uh, that's the one. Yeah. That whole that the the holy trifecta. Come on down, hang out. We're gonna be, you know, going to a fucking distillery. We're gonna hit the mountain monster. We're gonna go to a haunted house. Uh, we're gonna do the Jurassic Jungle boat ride, and of course, we're doing Dollywood. Hell yeah! And uh, Goliath from Ride This One and I have been working on a very fun special surprise. So we got that going as well. I'm not going to make any announcements yet, but we are working on something very fun for the cabin. A sling? <laughs> no, that was Slater working on oh, that yeah. one. <laughs> um, but interestingly, I looked at the floor plan of the cabin we have, and every bedroom has a fucking jacuzzi tub. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, gross, but nice. <laughs> like, I guess, yeah, it's it's cool, but also, like, given the context of the meetup, little strange. <laughs> As someone who has a jacuzzi tub in in my house, like, I, I'm not a fan. It's this like you you got to the cleaning of it, the or the constant cleaning of it is such a pain in the ass. And maintaining the jets and stuff. It just gets gross. Like, I've never used it. I never will. Yeah, I don't think I would. I would never, like, get one, you know? you Did you get it or was it in the house when you bought it? No, nah, it was with the house. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, if it was there, it'd be like, okay, sure. <clears throat> well, on the plus side, there is an outdoor hot tub at the cabin as well slightly better because then you can you can at least piss off the side of the deck <laughs> yeah 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 um there's a fire pit is it on the on the uh, ground level yeah nice yeah and there's also a barbecue um so i don't know if you know the ride this one crew will be using that for their prepared meats but i'm sure whatever they end up making is going to be awesome because those dudes know what they're doing yeah i'm sure it'll be fun the only thing i cannot guarantee about this fucking meetup is the status of lightning rod i'm just that ride doesn't even exist to me anymore you know what i mean it's just it's just not there I doubt yeah, it. like I'm pretty much going in expecting it to be down. So if there's if by any stretch we happen to get a, able to ride it, I'll be real stoked. Yeah. But if we don't, then I won't be disappointed. I'm a I'm a little sad about the whole uh neutered mystery mine. Yeah, I mean, I never got to ride it. But I never heard good things, really, so, you know. See, it was janky as fuck, but I, I love that, especially that horseshoe turn. Because it was very, uh, like, it was something that you would build in No Limits. And it obviously didn't execute super well. 
Um, but now they like they basically removed all of the interesting elements off the ride. So it's just kind of like, you know, meh. Well, I'll tell you what. It's still a fucking credit for me. So I'm also really stoked to ride Tornado because I've never been on that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good ride. I'm, th- I'm I love Thunderhead. Yeah, I'm excited to get back on Thunderhead. Um I've only heard not good things about Wild Eagle, so I'm keeping my expectations low. It's uh imagine the most uninteresting B&M floorless you've been on, but then just add wing seats. For some reason, I'm just picturing fucking Rogaru. No, see, Rogaru is like at least old school B&M. This is like slow and forceless without any. Okay, here's the thing. I understand the point of the wing coaster. It's not supposed to be forceful or intense, but it's not a wing coaster layout. It's, It's a floorless coaster layout that they just have wing seats on. So it's like, you know what I mean? You don't really get like the best of either side. Whereas something like Thunderbird or X flight, those have wing coaster layouts and it fits, but yeah, it's not that impressive. I mean, the view is cool, but that's about it. Well, I'm looking forward to trying it. I'm going in with very, very low expectations. So I think that'll help. Um, but honestly, I've been working my ass off getting this thing fucking planned and pulling it together. And now that we're getting close with the uh, book in the cabin, I'm just getting really fucking stoked. I know we're still a couple months out, but uh, I'm getting stoked, man. Yeah, it'll be fun. We've never done a meetup that wasn't tied to an already happening coaster event. And we definitely haven't done a meetup where we've worked in the lodging to it. Hopefully the cabin doesn't, you know, smell awful by the end of the weekend. I think there's actually a fucking stink deposit. So a, uh, a clean bed sheet deposit too. no stains. You don't want to, if anyone leaves like an ice rink, on the fucking bed sheets, you know, like we'll we'll hunt you down. Yeah, you're definitely on the hook. No, um, I don't know. Kevin looks sick. There's a game room. I don't know what the fuck the games are in there, but there was some arcade cabs. Yeah, there's probably like a food, like a pool table and a. Yeah, there's a pool little... table. There was like a basketball game. Nice. I'm I'm just fucking stoked. Also, because, you know, part of the reason we're doing this is a tribute to Gapsa. Yeah, that died. So we got to take it over. Yeah, right. That totally died. So I'm glad we uh, are seriously becoming the uh, the torch bearers for the spirit of the gap. And I honestly don't think there's a better uh fucking crew to team up with to do that then ride this one <laughs> now i uh 
I think depending on this, how this goes, we might have some big plans for 2023. Um, yeah. Might as well do a 20 day Europe trip. Yeah. I'm not thinking anything too major, but maybe a month <laughs> in Japan. Yeah. But no, people. I think it opens up a lot of, a lot of possibilities um, for a doing, you know, the types of trips where it's uh, parks, the types of not trips, the types of like meetups where it's like parks, local attractions and lodging where we're all hanging out and kind of making a party vibe. Maybe we should do it at a uh, dragsters uh, reopening or non reopening. What do you think is going to happen with that? I'm really glad you asked. Cause I'm a little torn. Obviously all the fanboy speculation And let me preface this by saying, dude, I am feeling those shots. Nice. Same. So, so, uh, (laughs) the fanboy speculation all is pointing to, oh my God, it's going to reopen. And I will say having the tower actually lit up does seem to you know point to that but right. all the other stuff could be the exact opposite i think it's i think what we need to figure out is are they done with the investigation or not because if the investigation is done it would make sense that they are doing construction to change the ride i know someone speculated on like a a tunnel around the launch track um, or something. So if I that's, don't know. I don't know if, if that's a solution. I mean, possibly, but that almost seems worse because then you're think, just enclosed. Because yeah. then if the cable snaps, you're just like enclosed and everything is just flying around you. I mean, I guess better to see like a bunch of shards land on a fucking plexiglass ceiling or whatever. But still, yeah. I mean, maybe has that ride ever been repainted? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember, but I don't think so. Yeah, I can't really because it never looked that bad, but I also don't ever remember it happening. I do remember when Millennium Force was repainted in 20. That was in 2010. It must have been repainted at some point. It had to have been because if Millennium Force is repainted in 2010 or 2011, and that was only 11 years ago or 11 years after it opened, then I would imagine Dragster would be in way worse condition. But I was going to say, well, anyway, I was going to say, like, if it, if they repaint it, obviously, like, that would be a good sign. And I wouldn't see why they wouldn't do it. Yeah, I mean... I I just don't know. I feel like it's, I think it's possible they tear it out still. I thought it'd be funny if like, let's say it does open next year and first public train of the year, they launch it. It rolls back 
but then it gets like some weird computer error and they're like oh, okay actually we're just gonna close it yeah like next year they go to reopen it and it's just down it's like top till dragster is currently closed once again top till dragster is currently closed i uh I did read the theory that they're going to add LSMs, which I don't really see happening, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe if they put LSMs up the first part of the top hat, it could happen, but those LSMs aren't as strong. So, yeah, I think I don't see that happening personally. I think that would take a lot more money than they would be currently willing to put into it yeah they just add a chain lift right it just like it doesn't launch anymore it just kind of rolls to the top or like yeah like the booster tires kind of like a schwarzkopf lift hill it just sort of like gets pushed up and then rolls down it's like yeah it gets pretty uncomfortable once you get in the vertical position (laughs) But but once you're at the very top, it's kind of cool. They Yo, could, um, the ride would be longer that way. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope it does reopen because I do think it's the better of the two. But um, yeah, I'm really torn. I think I'm like 60-40. Like 60, it's going to reopen. 40, it's gone. I just don't see why. I don't know what their deal is with the investigation, but I wonder if it would be worth their time to basically hire Intamin to come out and be like, okay, hey, we have this built. We have the structure. Can you offer us anything to make this ride more reliable in any way? And then try to come up with something. And they're like, yes, but it might kill someone. (laughs) Well, I feel like there would be enough room where they could have like a like a vertical lift hill outside of the station, go up 450 feet and then have a vertical drop, pull out and then go up the top hat. Uh-huh. That'd be cool. Go on. I mean, that's it. Then maybe after the top hat, it could do a right hand turn. On the Millennium Island, go under the smaller bunny hill, over the bigger bunny hill, back down, do a turn, reverse the order, so under the bigger bunny hill, over the smaller bunny hill, do one of those non-inverting corkscrew thingies, do a helix, and then go to the brake run. That'd be a better ride. Yeah. Yeah, it would. I do still think that Cedar Point will be the first park to hit 500. Everyone thinks it's out of the question. I don't think it's that out of the question. It's really not that hard. It's just expensive. I don't think it's out of the question. I just don't see when or how. Or really even why. Yeah, the why is a little bit less, but... Um, like if it was going to happen, I felt like it was going to happen back in the early two thousands. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. I mean, 
Gemini, Magnum, and Dragster, they're all adjacent to each other. And if you look at a map, I mean, that is a massive plot of land. Where if they wanted to do 500, they could do it there. So you're thinking that they're going to sacrifice four rides for one? Well, three rides. Well, yeah, I guess... I'm talking really from a capacity st- sake. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying that they would take all three for one. I'm, I'm just saying, like, it, it's very plausible that in the near future, like, Gemini, it, it's kind of, they're all in the same status, right? Like, Je- like I could see in, in any scenario, either Gemini or Magnum or Dragster being removed in the near future. Like, they're all kind of on that same, you know, they're all kind of on the chopping block. I'm sure the park doesn't, like, maintaining any of the any of those rides gemini is old as shit um they have problems with it magnum is obviously an old arrow that has a limited life you know life uh life or number of cycles and dragster they lose money on so if you think of like okay here's three rides that the park would have no problem removing what could you replace to make people forget that you took those rides out Gemini could definitely get replaced by a GCI. Magnum, I really hate to say this, but Magnum could get replaced by a single rail. I was gonna say I could see I could see them maybe doing like a B and M hyper, like a Mako kind of coaster. That could work. But I feel like you know now that a single rail and uh fucking iron horse is becoming like the standard for parks. I fucking shit. I feel like Magnum could be the first like arrow to get RMC'd. No, those supports are all fucked. So the problem with Magnum is the foundation. And the supports, because the track, what well, they literally, I mean, they re- they retract that ride all the time. It's like <laughs> arrows are basically like wooden coasters. You just manufacture new pieces of track. Um, but from what I heard, I guess the problem with Magnum is just the support structure, all that scaffolding and stuff that's like grandfathered into the into the design and the foundation. I guess is getting fucked up. So I don't I don't see them. It's like they totally could do it, but I don't see them investing that much money to leave the supports there. I think in that case it would make more sense to just redo the whole thing. Okay, well if that's the case, I mean, I wouldn't suspect it would be another iron horse. I would totally suspect a single rail regardless. Yeah. Well, um, fun spot. They have that one's steel supports, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't see why they can't do something like that. Oh, they could, but would they really want to put another iron horse up against steel vengeance? Oh, right. That way. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I feel like a single rail would be different enough that it would be distinguishable to, you know, broader audiences than just you and I and uh, 
people on Instagram who are from Ohio and have the word airtime in their username. Or uh, the name of an inversion and then an adjective. Immelman Bro 42. <laughs> um, God, so, I, I had a really good one. I forgot. I can't remember it, but. A fuckload of parks are actually about to start making announcements. Well, shit. Did we ever cover Great America? You know, here's the deal, right? Six Flags, notably absent from the list. I wonder what they're going to get next. Because I feel like, see, what's weird about Great America is that in my mind, they're totally tapped out for roller coasters. But yeah, I think they need another. It's but it's like a good flat ride. Yeah. But I also equally can't think of a ride they would remove next. Like what else? I mean, V2. I haven't seen fucking. I hate to put a further curse on the spot, but I haven't seen Mardi Gras hangover operational at all this year. I wonder what that. I wonder what the reason is. Uh, granted, it's been like a month and a half since I last went to the park, but I went like probably once a week for the first month and a half or two that they were open and I hadn't seen it operating once. So it was like, okay, I think they're going to get rid of Buccaneer. Buccaneer never opened this season and it had fucking plywood up covering every single entrance. So you couldn't even get into the midway area where the guns were at. Oh, wait, the, the splash battle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot that ride is even there. That ride needs to go. <laughs> Such yeah. a waste of space. The problem is it would have been perfect in the water park. Yeah. But they didn't yeah, they put really it there. Fucked that they one up. put it in fucking deja vu spot. Or they could have even done it um, by a spatial America. So that way. Yeah, it could have been like. You could have done how. Par- like the regular park you could have like you know what i mean have two lines one one if you're in the water park you could ride it but if you're in the regular park you could also ride it yeah like holiday world tried that with uh what was it pilgrim's plunge oh right yeah Giraffica, i think it got changed to later Yeah, and now it's nothing but it doesn't matter yeah i think that was their initial idea with that too and i think it's a really good one put an entrance on both sides because I think that ride would have been a huge hit in the water park. Yeah, for, yeah, totally. <clears throat> Not to mention, and, uh, it, it, it almost seemed like they put it there just because they had to fill Deja Vu with something. It was like, like, hey, guys, we're building a new ride to put in its place. Yeah, and I think everyone would have been fine with that space being empty a couple years because they've put that there like the very next year yeah yeah it was immediate that was that year do you remember um for some reason 2009 is super memorable at great america because i feel like i went like 30 times that year yeah that was a good a good year 
and it was dead. Like the park was always dead. You could go there on a random Wednesday after six or seven, and you could actually pretty much get on everything before the park closed in two, three hours. I remember we were there like on, on or around your birthday that year. Yeah, right. Because it was early April. And like everything was a walk on. And then we went to like fucking famous Dave's because it was my mom's birthday. Because you guys right. have a close birthday. But yeah, yeah no, it was like walk on for everything. Yeah, I was going to say, um, because I can't think of the last time I've been to Great America when it was like that. Because then I felt like every year after that, was always like a it was always irritating like oh yeah hey let's meet up at seven o'clock that'll be plenty of time and you walk in and everything is like an hour and a half yeah it's like what the fuck next year if i'm here and you come to visit your parents plan a day so and let me know ahead of time so we can meet up and go to the park yeah i should have done that this year i only had like 10 days at home but I was thinking about that. Like, I, I really should have taken a day off. I just worked the whole time because I got COVID. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. So I well, like, hopefully I drove in, COVID. I drove in Wisconsin and I'm at my parents' house and my sister's there with her new baby and my nephew. And I'm like, I, I have like a fever. And then uh, someone I had lunch with a day before and it was Pride Weekend. And he texted me. He's like, hey, so I have COVID. You should probably get tested. And then I was like, oh, my God, I got COVID. And I brought it home. Shit. So I, like, drove over there. And then I didn't really do much. <laughs> so I just basically, like, worked from home at my parents' house for, like, a week and a half. You feeling all right? Yeah, I'm fine now. It really wasn't that bad. Just, like, a fever for, like, a day. It's, like, a fever for a day uh a cough for maybe a week and then fogginess for like two weeks i think by and large i'm preaching to the choir here but i want to take a second since you brought that up um you know to any of our listeners if you may be on the fence or haven't done it definitely think about getting your shot get that fauci ouchie yeah man but uh because you know like you're saying you you only had minor symptoms i tested positive last year uh, in december after traveling and i had no symptoms whatsoever yeah that's good yeah so i think you know but you know both of us got our shots (laughs) i'm not gonna say that's a coincidence oh no they're after me because I said Fauci, ouchy. I don't know if you can hear the sirens or not, but there's just good timing. Yeah. <laughs> the PC police. Shut it down. <laughs> We're done. First Joe Rogan, then your favorite coaster sucks. Yo, if we could get on that level. It'd be awful. Here's, here's, here's a legitimate question for you. And uh, this is kind of a... This is a little bit meta for our listeners, but it's an interesting conversation regardless. Now, if we had the potential 
to be able to do this like as a, a like just do this would you i don't know it's such a hard position to feel like you know to think about i don't i don't know i it depends on what it was the situation cuz the problem with all that type of stuff is that the more the more followers you have the more people are trying to like finger you to get something out of you kind of it's probably really annoying you probably have people coming up to you constantly either trying to get on the show or trying to be your friend or trying to like have you sponsor something right you go to a party or a bar you can't trust anybody at least yeah, like maybe. at least like at least like Joe Rogan level or any big podcast level now i'm just thinking more from like the niche perspective like if we had the potential like we had an audience big enough where like some podcast network came to us and said like okay we'll give you just to slap an actual figure on it 150k a year for both of us so we'd have to obviously split it in half so it's like we could we would be doing just fine would you want to sign the contract it would have to be terms like really if it was if i guess if it was enjoyable yes if if it seemed like it was risky to where it wouldn't be fun then no yeah, I guess it's a pretty broad hypothetical to try and narrow down, but it's like, kind of I'll a fun I'll put it this way. To... If it was like, just do exactly what you're doing now and just put it on our th- whatever, then probably. Yeah, if it was presumably like, okay, continue making the same content that built the audience, but it has to be uploaded this date once a week you know, for 52 weeks or 104, whatever the terms of the contract, you know, we need at least an hour and a half. 150 to... would be like how much a straight gynecologist male makes. I know we'd have to split it in two too. So we'd end up being at like probably about 65 to 68 per, but of course, you know, really getting behind the curtain. There's other revenue streams. If you're a creator, if we had that size audience, um, yeah. Only fans. Yeah, exactly. Merch sales. Feet um, picks. <laughs> right. The industry. Fucking, hold on, wait, wait, wait. The industry of feet picks is so funny to me. <laughs> I don't understand how, I guess my lack of understanding comes from like, Who's willing to pay? Right. <laughs> like, that's what, that's what blows my mind about it. It seems like you could just go on Google, right? And, like, Tumblr. Like, there's there's plenty yeah, of options. There's, like, everything you're looking for already is out there. Unless it's really, it, like, so specific that it's, like, just this one person. Maybe it's, like, a live video. <laughs> And they like they like put the phone down on the ground. They like step on the phone. <laughs> I mean, now imagine that. Imagine if you can make one fifty a year just doing feet picks. <laughs> Would you? I'd do feel that? weird about that. No. Yeah, maybe, that... but no, because I'd feel weird about it. 
Yeah, that's another one of those things where like when you put yourself out there like that, it completely changes how you interact with people around you. Because think about all the people that have ogled to your photos. And then if they like want to meet you in real life and I don't know, just be weird. It just seems annoying. Yeah. And it seems like you set up a context where like everyone you want to meet is everyone you're going to meet is going to be like trying to fuck you or something. Right. Yeah. Which is a lot of pressure. Yeah. Imagine being, um, you know, like a big name coaster YouTuber. Well, I mean, going to events, but even worse than that, though, would be like, what do you even connect with like a quote unquote fan on if you do meet somebody? You know what I mean? Like, so you uh, you like feet and that's assuming it's like a normal person. The reality is it's going to be fucking weird ass people because like imagine imagine the weirdest person you've ever seen at a coaster event. And then imagine that person coming up to you and be like, I've spent $3,000 on your content, blah, blah, blah. So like, uh, what do you, what are you up to? Like, you want to, you want to do something? I saved every load I ever jerked off to you with in a jar and the jar is in my hotel room. <laughs> you want to come see it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would rather shoot myself in the face with fire ants. Or get people that, that would just send you videos of them, you know, like watching your videos. Yeah, like, oh, check it out. I tributed your picture. Uh, cool. <laughs> Top 25 money shots. My baby. You ruined my baby. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I would do that for any amount of money because i think it would just be too weird yeah yeah putting yourself out there sucks yeah but i'm also just a heavy introvert i mean like i like doing this and if i could do this or podcast or you know if i could do all this and find a way to make it profitable to the point where it could be my work then i would absolutely do it unless the terms were really fucked up. So I've always wanted to do a podcast where you basically dial random numbers until someone picks up and you just try to pull them into a conversation. You know what I mean? So just like someone answers like, hello. And you're like, hi. And it's like, who's this? It's like, oh, we're just recording a podcast. Uh, What are you up to? (laughs) And you just try to keep them on the phone as long as possible. Ask them, ask them their life story, their favorite food. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it would be a more fun way to do that. We could launch it as an offshoot podcast, go on Craigslist and basically be like, we're recording a podcast. Call this number. Yeah, right. That works too. Yeah. You post like you post the phone number. Like You just get a Google phone number and you post it somewhere. It could be like a really weird message board. You know what I mean? Or it could be like somewhere deep on Reddit. It could be on a meme and just whoever calls first, that's the person you just interview. But you got to like also treat it like it's a real radio show. Like, um, like it's all like, live. Hey, you're live on the air. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
because then you could develop a subculture of people that are like kind of seeking out the phone number. Like there are certain you people just, that will you change it every time. Well, maybe maybe Ben and I are be launching a new podcast. <laughs> It'd be like Craigslist confessional. See, oh, a bunch of fucking parks are apparently gonna announce shit. Yeah, they're. Um... Oh wait, we forgot. I've... Hold on, what? I need to go back to Great America thing one more time. Which ride sure. do you? Th- which ride do you think they'll remove next and which one will they okay besides buccaneer battle like a roller coaster and then roller coaster um because they're due i hate to say it but they're due to remove one you know like it's been a long time yeah but why just cost of operation i don't know cost cutting um eagle I could see them removing, unfortunately. Yeah, Eagle's probably gone before Demon or Wizard. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, Demon is kind of always the one I could see just getting removed. But at the same time, it doesn't actually seem, other than the lift noter, it really doesn't seem like it's got that much wear and tear. No. Well, other than... (laughs) that one fucking accident yeah and there is also that like near accident roller coasters can't get stuck upside down demon (laughs) at great america hold my beer (laughs) i remember seeing that as a kid and being like really scared i actually remember when i went to six flags it was probably in 2001 because i remember riding deja vu Raging Bull and Shockwave all in the same day. So it was probably 2001, which, by the way, that is a lineup. Seriously. Like Raging Bull when it was new, Deja Vu and Shockwave with V2. Shit. Honestly, I'm really glad I just got on Shockwave even the one time. It's uh, It's so weird how that one looked like the best painted arrow ever. Uh, I was so, it was so cool looking. I think seeing that demon footage, like real TV, I think that's the first time, like, you know, I was maybe like 12 or 13 when I saw it, but the first time since like my consciousness was like online that my brain fucking froze. Like, wait, that can happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, because at, at that age, I drank the Kool-Aid and was like, oh, a roller coaster can't ever get stuck upside down. Right. Same. And I'd same. Be the, I'd be like the kid that would be de- that would debunk people because people in school like, yeah, I went on Space Mountain and got stuck upside down. It's like, well, actually, roller coasters can't get stuck upside down. <laughs> yeah, I was I was the same way. I was totally the well, actually, kid when it came to roller coasters. <laughs> So yeah, seeing that was like such a total mind fuck where it's like, oh shit, that can happen? <laughs> That's even possible? Well, so it it completely changed. That's how I got into riding in the back car of rides because I was like, well, I'm going to ride Demon and Shockwave, but I'm going to ride in the last car. So that way, if it does get stuck, you're not upside down. 
So, like, literally since then, I've always ridden arrows in the back car. I mean, I can't blame you, I guess. But, like, with Shockwave, I remember convincing my uncle at the time to ride it with me. And I was like, no, we have to ride it in the back. And it was super rough. And he was just, like, you know, complaining about it. And he's older. And it, like, fucked him up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the one thing I remember most about that ride is everyone saying like, oh, God, that thing sucks. Yeah, the headbanging one was pretty bad. Yeah, it was. But also kind of that was, that was like part of the reason that ride was legendary. No, like that experience, like that is a that is a really rare human experience that you cannot like you could pay money and go into a public business. And go on something that was 180 feet tall, give you a concussion, completely beat the fuck out of you, you know, to go through like crazy G's. And then nowadays, like, you know, park would never open with a ride like that. No. Yeah. The closest experience I could liken it to is like (laughs) a really intense mosh pit. Yeah. Could Could you imagine if like a park bought a brand new ride in 2022 and then, it's like media day, but it's, and then it just cuts to like the roughness of shockwave and people getting their head banged and stuff. It'd be a shit show. That's like, it's a really great addition to the park. <laughs> With the blood coming out of your ears. Yeah. People are like rubbing their necks. Yeah. That was that era. Probably. That's why millennials are all fucked up. We rode roller coasters in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, when when all we had was like basically Ron Toomer with some pipe cleaners going, yeah, we can make it 400 feet tall. <laughs> like, it doesn't scale that way, Ron. Yeah, Desperado is an experience. But that is, that's, I love Desperado for that reason. Because when you go down, like the first drop, or it's not, oh, the, the second drop. Because it's kind of like a... You know, it's like a long ramp and then there's that bank turn at the bottom and you're like going down this super long ramp and you're like staring at the turn and the turn is so far away and it looks super small and you can, it's just like typical like arrow bumpiness and you just feel the speed picking up and you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh fuck, this is going to suck. I hope that ride reopens. I thought it was going to reopen this year. Dude, that entire area is like a fucking trailer park now, so I don't know. Yeah, I was, um, I drove through that. It was like that in 2017. I remember when last time I rode it, driving out there and parking, and the parking lot's dead. There's no one in the, in the casino. It's just old people. It's like, um, it's all like NPCs. It's creepy. And there's nothing really in Prim. No, it's fucking meth and trailers. See, at first I was always like, oh, it's just employee trailers. And then I thought about it. I'm like, there's no way there's that many employees for just that one place. Yeah, no. But dude, like Especially- I love, I love the, um, yeah, that like those, that casinos. Cause do you remember the exit? It was like a super long kind of steep staircase down into an arcade. Vaguely. 
and it had like that movie theater kind of carpet and there's like old neon and shit i remember the carpet there's an ashtray at the bottom of the stairs (laughs) one of those big ones makes sense i just the main things i remember from that trip there was uh yeah we rode a bunch of times and chris was like pointing out oh it's so weird that they have like carpet in the station yeah yeah and it's and then we went to that buffet and you you took a cream cheese and you ate it right off the knife like basically one of those whole entire prepackaged cream cheese things that's not that much it's like a tablespoon but you ate it right off of a knife <laughs> god yeah and i'm pretty sure that's exactly the way you justified it at the time too you're like it's the same amount you put on a bagel. Well, yeah. What's the difference between eating it on a bagel or off the bagel? It's the optics. You're missing the very. It's like that's like asking why not just fucking put ketchup onto a plate and eat it with a spoon. Because that's a condiment. What's cream cheese? What's cheese? I'm going to go ahead and fundament and say that there's a fundamental difference between cheese and cream cheese. Because I would say cream cheese softer is a spread. One's just whipped, though. And cheese is just mold. Right. <clears throat> it's a spread, dude. <laughs> Well, I was just you, thinking about like that. You've foregone the entire the entire namesake of the genre. <laughs> Fuck spreading. We're just eating it. I'm just I was just gonna say about two thousand nine, how two thousand nine was a great year for roller coasters. From like my personal perspective, I'm gonna vote as that my favorite year. Because it was the year that Great America had the really good season where it was always dead. And then that was your the California trip and all that stuff. I need to get the knots. Like to me, oh eight and oh nine are like always tied as like the best years in that like era for coasters for me. Cause like in oh eight I did all those fucking <clears throat> stupid ass trips with our buddies. Um and just got to a whole ton of parks that I would have never have gone to otherwise and still probably wouldn't have been to. And then, yeah, in 09, we did, uh, you know, that big fucking SoCal trip. And then, like, a bunch of little trips in the region. That was the year I did that big-ass Canada trip. Yeah, with our same buddy. Seattle and Montana and stuff. Yeah, that was a little bit ambitious, the whole trip yeah well the difference though is that here's the thing driving 14 hours from like chicago to raleigh north carolina is 
a lot different than doing 14 hours from like South Dakota to Idaho or something through Montana. Yeah, but it's not the 14. It's the fact that it's like 14 one day and then nine the next day and then like 12 the next day. Yeah, but the the difference though is that that the drive like the drive is the fun part on that trip. When you drive out west, especially in the northwest, to me personally, I think driving is like kind of the point of the trip. And especially when you get up to Canada and stuff. So for that was the first time I really got to see all that all those areas. So it was kind of like it's not I don't know. And sure like there were no not a lot of rides. It was like all right, we're going to drive 14 hours through the night and so we can ride an arrow corkscrew tomorrow <laughs> in a kitty coaster and then drive another day. So, but yeah, if it was kind of like, you think you think we could get him on this show? I don't think so. We should ask. Um, I did actually. Well, last oh. time. It's... Oh, okay. Well, no, 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 no. Not as like an invite. It was more just kind of like we were catching up and I was just talking about the show. Um, and I brought it up and he's just kind of like, nah, you know, not, I don't know. I mean, I know I saw him at IAPA, so I know make of that as you, you know, will listener, but yeah, we're right. There may be professional reasons why our friend may not be able to appear, but it would be fun to get him on. Cause after seeing him at IAPA, I feel like, uh, you know, shit, I gotta, I gotta get in touch with him. I feel like I should text him just be like, Hey, how's it going? We should also see if maybe we could get, uh, our artist buddy on. Oh yeah. Yeah. I haven't talked to him in a while. There was that one day in Seattle. Yeah. I saw him shit last year, a couple times. Oh that's, oh, that's right. Yeah, I should. I need to text him and ask him when he's coming back out to Denver. I'm sure because I'm sure there's like shows and stuff. Yeah, he's he's always for. getting up to stuff. But I guess uh, you know, we'll we'll put it out there to you guys. If there's anyone you think that we should have on the show, let us know. We've been kind of doing a a nostalgia fest this episode. That's what it was when you drink. That's I've, true. I haven't been, I've not gotten like drunk for a show in a long time. Pretty much since like last two years, probably. I also got to say, yeah. I'm, I'm loving recording in the backyard. This is sweet. <laughs> nice. I like my new studio here at the new apartment. This is uh for those keeping track. This is studio number two for Zach. And uh, what do you want? Number five? Um, I think it's more than that. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Six permanent. Yeah. Yeah. You're on your sixth studio. Yeah. Not counting a couple of hotel rooms or whatever. I think I've done the show in easily two dozen places really yeah probably maybe okay maybe not that much i'm like really curious 
about how doing a live episode is going to go. Well, one thing I was thinking about is is um, the technical limitations of, okay, if there's all of us are in a room, is all of our audio going to be picked up on everybody's mic? And is that going to cause issues? Might have to get phone mics. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to plan that out more specifically. I think I have a fail safe in terms of uh making sure it, <clears throat> it can go well and be entertaining for both the listeners and the people there, the audience in attendance. Right. But I don't want to give away idea uh, like not ideas. I don't want to give away the fun of what we're going to do here on the show. I'm going to leave some mystery and uh, some uh, uh, surprise and, uh, and allure to anybody out there who might be on the fence about coming to the meetup. Cause like I said, cabin might be full up at this point, but all of the group activities at the cabin are going to be open to everybody, whether they're staying there or not, as well as all of the, the, you know, going to the park and hitting all the attractions. That's all open to anybody, whether you're staying at the cabin or not. Um, although if you want to try some of the food that Slater and Goliath are preparing, I think they need a, a accurate head count. I'm curious about the, um, the bed situation who pairs up with who i mean i'm fine sharing a bedroom with you i feel like we should just assign them maybe or fucking gapsa style i remember <laughs> my original assignment when i went and uh ended up just sleeping on the couch <laughs> yeah i mean an assignment is what it is I think based off of the layout, you know, but it was because of a specific person. Oh yeah. Well, that's going to be a non-issue for our cabin. We better hope so. Well, there's definitely three people. I'm sure you guys are fine. There's three people where if they show up, like I already know who all is, uh, you know, actually staying at the cabin. There's three people where if they actually show up, I would say I would pull them aside privately and say, hey, it's fine that you're here. But if you start any shit, I'm going to ask you to leave. And I think there's probably two people where I would flat out say, get the fuck out of here. Well, we don't have to be negative. Let's uh, no, no negativity. I don't expect any of those five people would would are even going to be aware that we're there. It'll be fine. Yeah. Everybody that, uh, you know, is in our fucking crew is cool. So just don't invite your weirdo friends. (laughs) JK, invite your weirdo friends. I don't know. Let's say bring like a full DDR setup. Yeah, bring a DDR setup. Yeah, just bring a whole all, arcade game. What if that was in the game forgiven. room? They should do that. That would be sick, dude. Although I think those machines are like, what, $100,000? Yeah, 
No, dude, you can get one used nowadays for like 1200 bucks. Really? Absolutely. You could build a pretty good one for probably about 800. Like if if I ever own a home and have access to the proper tools and shit, I'm definitely building my own fucking six step mania cabinet. Cause all yeah, you that... need to do is build the body out of like not plywood, but like wood right. and then just put a fucking computer monitor, have it run a tower on the inside that just pretty much runs step mania. Yeah. You load every version of DDR and in the groove and then pump it up and you get a good pad. I'll think Probably about talking it. 800 to a thousand. That's I mean, it depends like, on how fancy you want the setup to be, but you could put, you know, lights that react and shit. It's like a week of groceries. Yeah, right. That's like uh, once you factor in driving to the store. Absolutely. You know us millennials. Oh God. There's um. I was just gonna say the world's gonna end, but I wasn't in context of that. It, I just looked up and there's uh lots of smoke coming from the west. Yeah, what else is new? <clears throat> it's always weird when like the first couple of days because it's it's all of a sudden you walk outside and you're just like, oh, campfire, and it smells kind of good. <laughs> and then like once it gets bad, it's just like. It literally chokes you. And then you see Smokey the Bear running down the street. And you're like, ah, shit. <clears throat> Yo, Vegas fucking flooded. Yeah, I saw that. If that ain't fucking a sign about climate change, the West is on fire, but yet Vegas is flooded. Although, I'd have to ask... uh Brandon, but actually that happened when I was there a while back. We were just driving and suddenly there was like three feet of water on the street. Like, I know that the strip itself and the immediate surrounding area is all actually designed to flood exactly how it did and does. Because there's like that big network of storm drains that mole people live in. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. That was... I hate to be re- reductive and dismissive of the homeless population. It's just the fact that they live in storm tunnels. But if you haven't heard about it, Google it. It's very interesting. But not to be on a down note. Yes, that is exactly how the strip is designed to work. As for all those surrounding streets, I got to imagine that's kind of gotta be like the houston effect where it's like this water used to go somewhere and now there's roads which is definitely why houston floods now man houston sucks (laughs) this water all used to go somewhere now it's a bunch of urban sprawl it was always so frustrating being there because so i would always fly in a hobby and I'd have to drive. So the Deloitte office was like in a pseudo downtown Houston. And then the HP office was 
like an hour north, but it was all still, it was all Houston. So you like put shit in your GPS and it's like 59 minutes, <laughs> but it's, I don't know. It's just, it's like traffic is terrible. Layout is terrible. There's no planning whatsoever. Yeah. Like the only time I've been to Houston <coughs> was that one time before the, uh, san antonio meetup oh that's right we, yeah we met you yeah and uh to me my my impression of houston was this it was like you get there and they're like nasa is here and then you drive out of the airport for about 15 minutes and you're like yeah it looks kind of rough here and like Houston's very much like, yeah, but NASA. So they like put the NASA spin on everything. They're like, no, 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 no. This isn't urban plight. This is cosmic plight. It is. um... And you keep driving and you're like, okay, I see skyscrapers, but is there like an actual city somewhere? (laughs) Yeah. You just look around. There's just random skyscrapers (laughs) in every direction. Yeah, it's like oh is that downtown wait no that's downtown wait no um it's just like houston america's largest business park yeah pretty much because yeah, that's the thing you like you look at it and you're like oh that's all just like a business headquarters and hotel that's not downtown and then even like so the deloitte office was in it was by the aquarium. I do remember that. But it was like a stupid office building where it's like 60 floors. Or 40 some floors or whatever. I don't remember. Is, was there like anything around it other than the aquarium? Well, no, because like there's nothing in the city. It was just parking. Like on the ground level, it was just parking structures. An occasional cafe, like cafe or like a subway. Or a McDonald's. And that was pretty much it. So you're just driving around. You're like, okay, that's a hotel entrance. Okay, that's a parking garage. Okay, it's some office suite. Yeah, there's nothing. It's nothing. It's so boring. Soulless. And also, it's like, the other thing that was a big takeaway from Houston was like, for some reason, they feel they're like, they're, they're like, our highway system can go toe to toe with Gillette. Like in terms of cramming lanes into a highway, the way that Gillette crams unnecessary fucking razor blades into their razors, you know, Gillette's like, we got 13 blades. Houston's like, we got 42 lanes both ways. And the lanes are wide. Yeah, you're like, how come they can each fit two Escalades? <laughs> These are Texas lanes. Yeah, the lanes are literally bigger. It's so stupid. I hate it. <laughs> it is an interesting place, though. Like, I don't, it's every once in a while, it is kind of fun to go down there, but, but gross. Wouldn't recommend the music festivals too soon okay all right um (laughs) no i think you know where i'd like to go spend more time in texas 
would either be back in San Antonio proper. I would love to go like hang out on the river walk. Yeah. Cause that shit was cool. And also like, um, DFW. I really mainly want to see Dealey Plaza. I'm one of those weirdos. Yeah. But I always like to think of that Bill Hicks bit where he says, you know, there's a museum in the book depository. Uh, and up on the top floor, they got it set up exactly the way it was the day Kennedy was shot. Because Oswald's not there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. You have any you... theories about Kennedy? Write in your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Good timing with Alex Jones in that trial. Oh my god. The thing the thing is is like obviously like he's fucked up as a person, but in a weird way, like he is always on. Like as an entertainer, you know what I mean? Even in the fucking courtroom and he's getting destroyed, like He's still putting on a fucking like show. You're right. It's Cause, like because they're like, your attorney sent us these texts, and he's like, yeah, but he didn't have his fingers crossed. So, <laughs> just the way he talks and forms like his thoughts is like it's like hypnotizing. It's like it's so crazy. It's insane how much like that, that guy money that, that guy makes. That just proves we need to start selling supplements on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the commie president's going to take your uh, insert nutrient. You need to get Patriot vitamins. That's what I'm talking about. Airtime will feel better if you take Zach and Ben's patented cock fattening formula. I don't know. What's but like wouldn't that oh wait no a cock formula so that way you can get a higher lap bar because <laughs> it'll push it up when you get your lap bar checked. You're not supposed to think about it, you're just supposed to sell it. Yeah. Yeah, you won't have to wait in line any longer once you take our fucking online quiz that registers you as a sex offender. Do they get special days at the park? I don't know. Wouldn't that be? That's a good business opportunity that I think is really being missed out. A theme park on. for pedophiles? No, no. But like sex offender day at a theme park. They're like no children. <laughs> they have like armed guards in the in like Raging Bull Station, just like a dude standing there with a shotgun. You have to sit in your own row. <laughs> They're like they come over the loudspeakers. No touching. <laughs> That'd be a funny little skit. What about what about like a Strikers Grove for sex offenders? Like a you know, like a park that's only open privately, so normal people can't go in. So then, like you go on Coaster Count, and you look at the people who have that credit, and you're like, "Hmm, how'd you get on that?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like once again 
the annual Nambla convention will be held at Stricker's Grove. <laughs> so how much of a credit or would you have to be, you know, like in the people that like the story about buying a yarmulke to ride the Jewish um, Orthodox Jew poster? <laughs> The people accidentally becoming a pedophile so just so they can get the credit. It's like you show up and they're like, no, dude, you have to be a registered sex offender. They're like, what What do I have to do to do that? <laughs> See, now, now I'm thinking of that fucking Stanhope bit where he's like, have you ever thought about registering registering yourself as a sex offender so that way you have a good excuse why people can't bring their fucking kids to your party? <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Next time I call you, you're like, yeah, I'm just on a walk out around the neighborhood. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm meeting the neighbors. I'm like, you didn't, you motherfucker. <laughs> god, that's gonna be awkward. Oh my god, the skunk is back. There's a fucking skunk in my yard. Yo, do you remember when that guy from Orlando was on here? Oh, uh, he was talking about the bear in his backyard. Yeah. It just made <laughs> me think of that. <laughs> Except I'm I think not that gonna dude probably drank like 12 beers during the course of our episode yeah i was gonna say i'm not gonna like start screaming really loud i have a feeling like i have a feeling that like part of the conversation was like when you went back in the house his wife was like what the fuck were you doing out there he's like oh just recording a podcast like you were like yelling and the neighbors can hear you and like what the hell were you talking about and he was like oh god like oh my god i I was fucked up he's like shelly from next door texted me that they were going to call the police (laughs) you better bring home a starbucks card tomorrow (laughs) but yeah that was uh quite an episode i don't know fucking speaking of bears in the backyard Dollywood is going to announce a bear coaster. That's equally cool and disgusting. Just kidding. I love the bears. Like I I think it's definitely a choice for Dollywood specifically. Well, hold on real quick. As far as bear names, what the hell is up with Rowdy Bear? What that is park, that? It's it's like a park in Tennessee that has a um what do they have? They have like a one of those powered like single rail things. They have some weird ride, but it's an it's a theme park. I think it's in Tennessee and it's called Rowdy Bear. And that name Rowdy Bear. That name just sounds like a porn site. A hundred percent. Like that is an like that's an unfortunate name. Like come and go. Imagine the poor old like the old couple family that had come and go for so long. They have no idea like what it means. <laughs> Imagine the first come and go where somebody 
like pulls in off the highway, misinterprets the sign, and is like, hey, the bathroom has a problem. Wait, what? And then <laughs> And they're like, oh, what's wrong with it? And he's like, there's no hole. And they're like, I mean, there's a toilet. What do you mean like a like one of those squatty potties? And he's like, oh. <laughs> and just walks out. <laughs> it's like, well, at least it's clean. It's like, I can't every believe two I took my mask off for this. Oh man, no, the skunk though is I can it smell it smells like weed. Right, that's either really good weed or a really bad skunk. Whatever happened to skunk weed? Wouldn't it be funny if it just turned out that like a skunk sprayed the plant? <laughs> like like a like somebody was like going to check up on their plants and they're like, shit, skunk. And the skunk was like, shit, human, spray. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was like garbage weed. Because maybe the, that's like the $15 um, eighths of swag I'd buy. <laughs> right? And it would Dude's be so like, skunky. It's okay. It's okay. We'll sell it at a discount. He's <laughs> just like, yeah, no, it smells like a skunk because it's uh, skunk weed. I'm pretty not thinking about it. I guarantee you that's happened because I'm I thought that was normal. Like I thought when you like open a bag of weed, it just smells like a skunk. Like an actual skunk <laughs> off the side of the road. And that's happened. It, that was like my whole high school experience. And then and then like as an adult, I'm like, wait a minute, like why isn't weed like skunky? And I'm just like, you know, you never really think about it. Yeah, what do we what do we got? Oh, what kind of weed is this? Roadkill. But it's twenty six percent THC. I was gonna say, dude, there's a good chance you bought weed from a guy whose nickname was Dooley. Probably. So that's probably why there was skunk weed around. Because I remember, I I didn't get any skunk weed when I was in high school. There was just like mids which was brown and outdoor grown. And then there was hydro, which was green. Neither of which smelled like a skunk. One was $10 a gram. The other was $20 a gram. Yeah. Outdoor weed is different. Yo, I wouldn't, I would not trust a goddamn $10 gram with my life nowadays. If I was like, yeah, could I get a gram of that? And they were like 10 bucks. I'd be like, are you trying to kill me? What the fuck is this? <laughs> and yeah, outdoor weed is very different. People, it's it's that's why like it's funny to hear boomers talk about smoking weed now. They're like, when I was when I was a kid, man, you'd buy an ounce for twenty bucks, and you just like you'd smoke it all in a weekend. It's because it's like yeah, because now what we smoke is it's called weed. And it has THC in it. That's a pretty crazy evolution to think about. That's one that's one good thing millennials live through. We think the world's ending, but at least we get to live through the through weed. 
the weed era. Yeah, at least we get to live through a time when they can legally apply science to weed. So it's like, no, 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 no. This bong gets you 29% higher. <laughs> You're like, okay, sure. That's one thing I will say I have not seen yet. There's no like, ki- like kitschy or hacky weed um, advertisements. Although, get this shit. No fucking joke. Developers are using 420 in square foot things for how they market certain areas because there's um actually right by denver beer co there's a new office multi-use building they're building and on the fucking billboard in front of it like the little marketing billboard it said like four thousand two hundred square feet of like it wasn't sunroof it wasn't sun patio it was like something stupid where it was like like roof ledge or something some dumb you know name but it was like they i guarantee they put 420 in that to make that number visible on the billboard shut it down Uh, weed's done speaking of corporatizing cool things i went to Lollapalooza last week oh nice how was that interesting like obviously it's basically the midwest response to coachella right so that was the crowd that was there personally i was pretty much exclusively there to see metallica which was awesome i enjoyed it yeah you know they they always kill it but um huge stage you know and they were like how many of you here is this your first time seeing metallica and then like everybody in the crowd's like and i'm like all right oh yeah here is here is a weird thing they come out and i have you seen metallica No. okay well that has to fucking happen but more more relevant is uh they play the song ecstasy of gold from the good the bad and the ugly you know it's like their intro music and so like i'm visibly shaking and my heart is like fucking beating out of my chest as this is playing because we're like pretty close and on like stage left and like they come out and play whiplash and I fucking lose my mind. Like I started moshing with everybody around me. And then I noticed that nobody around me is even moving. Yeah. Like people are kind of standing there as if it's like Shakespeare in the park or something. So it was very weird. <laughs> Well, that's unsurprising. I don't I don't know. Maybe not for Lollapalooza. No, no. Yeah. I mean, Lollapalooza like, is not really I I guess it seems more just like a fun festival to go to. It's not really like a place for music uh I don't know. Maybe not. I've never been. You know, honestly, 
to me, Lollapalooza has always just been that time when all the annoying suburban kids fuck up taking the L. Yeah, sure. So, and yeah, short of Metallica being there or some other equally impressive artist, I generally you couldn't have paid me to go. But I had a better time than expected giving what I was, uh, you know, expecting to have happen. Hey, uh, can we pause for like 30 seconds? I got to let Ruger yeah. out. All right. Ruger all good? Yeah, he's just jealous. Because he's in the house alone. Mm. But he's I'm not letting him get that skunk because it's going to fucking suck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. Yeah, he's not allowed to be outside unsupervised right now. That's a good call. Because we don't want skunkweed. You think skunkweed is bad? Skunk house is worse. At least you could refer to that episode of Jackass. Right, yeah. Oh, the skunk is in a new development. I just remembered we t- I talked about it before. Yeah, the skunk is still there. Anyway. Dude, I'm getting tired. What's well, the normal response after two shots and two hours of talking? <laughs> Did you take any more? I did not because I didn't want this episode to turn into you going, hey. You good? <laughs> <laughs> what if we get to a you're good right now since it's the end? I'll I do... can't. One more? Oh, bro, I'm going to vom if I do. Like, I don't feel bad right now, but I, I have that feeling like, oh, shit, if I do one more, just because of how bad that vodka is, like, it's going to activate my gag reflex, you know? Yeah, bad vodka if, is the worst. Yeah, it's and worse if that than, happens, then we're done. <laughs> I always think that cheap, um, like cheap out of all of the liquors, that cheap gin is the best thing to get cheap. Dude, gin is like Satan's taint sweat. Tanqueray is good. I've never had Tanqueray. Is gin... I guess maybe I've only had like cheap gins. Don't get me wrong. I love a gin and tonic, but like gin on its own. Oh God. Gross. There was a bit when I was living with like the first year I was living with Lee. I had a year kick where everything was gin and rocks. Just like, that's the only thing. I should have known you weren't okay. (laughs) If you would have told me that then, I'd have been like, oh, shit. Yeah, the worst, the lowest was putting half a bottle of Tanqueray into a Dasani bottle. And then we walked to this festival and it's like 10 below zero. And we walked like a mile there drinking gin out of a bottle. Disgusting. Okay, yeah. Drinking straight gin is a is a cry for help. Drinking straight gin out of a water bottle? Good lord. Okay, here's there's a lot of problems with if the... I'd a, if I would have known, Ben, 
I'd have tried to have been a better friend at that time. <laughs> okay, I also got to say that the clear liquors in the Dasani bottles is dangerous because once we rented a house up in the mountains out here and someone put a bunch of uh, vo- no tequila in a Dasani bottle. So then the next morning, um, I go to make a Keurig in like the airbnb keurig thing and someone filled the fucking keurig up with the dasani bottle so like i hit the keurig button no and it's pure tequila (laughs) going through a fucking you know pod oh god (laughs) holding it and i like walk out on the balcony and it's like you know really nice scenery and it's snowing and it's like you know i take a sip and it's just like coffee tequila (laughs) and hot just the hot tequila alone and then add the coffee yeah it was pretty bad it totally fucked up that keurig too we we flushed like we did like 20 cycles on it and everything still tasted like tequila i bet i mean hot tequila oh there's a there's a fun youtube channel where it's like will it soda or will it carbonate where they put like all sorts of things in a soda stream, like chocolate milk and Red Bull, or not Red Bull, uh, Jägermeister. Ugh. Good lord. All right, bro. Well, I think I'm at the point where I need to call it. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I got to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I'm. We're we're gonna be at. Hey, you good? Well, at least hang up then. That'd be an organic ending to a show. It really would. Only problem is it would be, you know, seven hours long, and then I'd have to figure out how to edit it down. Be like, hey, there's the part where your dog scratches on the window. And there's the part where my wife comes in and goes, what the fuck are you doing? Found 32 instances of your AC kicking on. (laughs) Right. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I guess let's wrap this one up then. Um, Fucking. I'll say this. Get off social media. I'm not even joking. I think, uh, you know, take a break. Instagram is ruined. It it's not I I feel like it might just be just me, but I don't think I'm the only one. Every time I download Instagram to post a picture, if I don't delete it right away, the those like five minutes I find myself scrolling through it, it feels so gross. It's like a slot machine. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really been using ours a whole lot, and I don't really keep up much with a personal one. So, I would encourage all of our listeners to do the same thing. Take a break from social media. If you feel that you really need it, it'll be there. But you might also find that you just feel better. Be local. Yeah, yeah. Try sending a text message or getting a coffee with somebody. Read a book. Or listen to... One of the 100 plus episodes of your favorite coaster sucks. 
especially the wa- the sync mic uh, one. Whatever one that one. I would guess it's like in the 20s. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. How about this? Instead of going on social media, you go dig through our back catalog and let us know. Yeah, do the work for <laughs> us. Exactly. Big hint, it's the one with Luke E94. Oh, okay. Um, But if you don't want to take a break from social media, you can find us there. Although, like I said, we don't post much. But it's your favorite coaster sucks. But like I said, don't expect a whole lot of action there. We'll let you know when there's a new episode and whatnot. But try taking a break. Now, if you do take a break and you still want to get a hold of us, easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. So easy to do. Your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com or 312-572-9552. 312-5RAW-5LA. I got to remember that. <clears throat> There's been so many times where I've wanted to call the number and leave a 312. message. Five raw, five LA. Easy to remember. That's the best thing it came up with when I typed in our number. (laughs) (laughs) One of those spelling things. Um, Fucking A. What else? Discord. That's where it's at. Discord, not social media. We run a Discord. It's fun. We got a nice group of folks in there. We like to, uh, there's a good amount of coaster talk. There's a good amount of non-coaster talk. But the most important and fun and vital part of it all is that it's all really respectful and chill and cool. We were having a pretty heavy conversation just last week on our Discord that got into very much... um, Staunch opinions territory, I guess I'll say. And everything definitely stayed very cool and respectful, which is refreshing in the world of the internet. Was it about a roller coaster opinion? Uh, No, it was discussing the admission policy at Knott's. I have some opinions about that. I suppose the podcast is a good form to share them. So uh, remind me next time, Ben, we'll get into that one. But more so to the point, everything did stay very cool, very chill, very respectful. And at the end of it, nobody went, fuck you, have a nice life. We all kept talking about shit. So that's just to say, it's a very good group. It's a cool space. And, uh, you know, maybe you'll consider joining us in our nice little group we have uh, over there. I think that's all for our plugs, right? I don't know. Um, Go listen to us on episode 100 of Ride This One. By Blue Chew. No, don't, because <laughs> they're not paying us. So buy I'm gonna our, insist. Uh, buy our Alex instead of buy our Alex Jones inspired red chew. 
for the dick pill. I was going to say, instead of Blue Chew, I think we should encourage everyone to buy Pink Stink. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. You got anything else? Hey, I have some ideas for next episode. It's been a long, long while since we've heard from Qbot. Oh, shit, yeah. I think we're due for a Qbot drop. Do you have you have one? I don't. I'm saying for next time. Oh, okay. So maybe we can be in touch with our sources and see what kind of uh, information we can, you know, make public. Sounds good. And we'll have a bunch of new ride announcements to cover. So that'll be cool. All right. Well, everyone, um, thanks for listening. Come out and hang with us at Dollywood, November 11th through the 14th. It's going to be fucking awesome. And, uh, shit. Fucking, oh, shit. There's always something, like... I know, right? I always forget something, because I'm an asshole. I forgot to say a special thank you to all of our Patreon members. Yeah, thank you, everybody. And uh, if you're interested, all the details are at patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. One of our cool things we like to do is every month we have a virtual hangout with everybody on our patron patreon starting at just one buck a month so if you are interested we have not done the one for august yet so if you're hearing this the day it is uploaded you can join and you will be in time for this month's hangout which i'm feeling like will probably be in a week or two yeah it's coming up so, all right, that was all. You got anything else, Ben? Nah, it's just, uh, you know, same shit. Go ride some yeah, rides. Coaster, I don't know. Coaster season's winding down. Starting Still, to get in haunt season. I didn't know this, but Cyclone at Lakeside is closed for extended maintenance. What's that mean? Or re- rehab. Oh. So it could be down for like five years, <laughs> knowing that park. Really? Yeah, every time they bring a ride down for rehab, they eventually get it done, but it will literally take them for, it would like take them years. Shit. Like well, they're, um, I think their whip is still under rehab. I wish they had more it'll money. Be it's all right when it reopens. What was that? Hopefully it'll be in really good shape when it reopens. Yeah, I mean it's definitely not a retracking. It's probably like you know something stupid like the trains or something. I mean it was sparking last year. <laughs> like on oh, the Oh shit. Going up well like when it would go up the lift hill, the first couple like um probably like the first like 10 20 feet of the lift hill you just see sparks like falling off the train. <laughs> And no one did anything. Like the employees, like didn't even like they would like look. They would be looking at the train going up the lift hill, and it would spark. And like no one had any thought or like you know what I mean. 
they that's that's probably just their employees following training. They're yeah, like, that's yeah, true. sometimes it might spark. If it does, it's very important that un- under no circumstances you call 911. Well, I'm would I'm main concern I have with the spark is just the fire danger and that it's a wooden coaster. And yeah, just, they're like, and there's literally like, all like the more reason you you do not call nine one one. You like, cannot let them know that we started it. Yeah, it's like literally just like eight foot tall, just dried out, you know, weeds, dead grass, like right under the ride. Yo, the twenty twenties are gonna be like the nineteen twenties in terms of roller coasters, where like a bunch like burnt down and shit. Yeah, the roller coaster fire is always like I always remember watching those Discovery Channel shows or whatever, or just it's like the uh the old cyclone shooter at blah 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 beach. And it was like looks awesome and then it's like it was destroyed in a fire in nineteen thirty one. Yeah, nowadays it'll be like That was probably all insurance fraud. <laughs> it could have been during the Great Depression. And shit like that shitty economic time, people were probably just burning shit for for the insurance money. Well, yo, that's why I'm saying it's gonna be a repeat. Yeah, it'll be like switchback at ZDTs burned down. <laughs> You're like, huh? Weird. The arcade's still open. <laughs> like, yeah, a faulty DDR machine that was next to a giant uh, gas tank. Which is then connected to a gas line, and there's just like this super elaborate thing. Like we don't know how it started. It's like the police get there, and the owners are like, "I don't know. It looks like an electrical thing." There's, All right. there's a bunch of like big lighters on the ground. <laughs> All right, bro. I'm like fucking nearing passing out time. Yeah, I'm going to go to bed myself. All right, dude. Well, this has been fun. Thank you all so much for listening. And if you listened all the way to the end here, an extra special thank you. You're a trooper. Um, But until next time, your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. Sucks. Blah.